One of my favorite things about starting this podcast for working homeschool moms is to give a voice to other working homeschool moms because I'm not the only one and the way I do things may not work for you. And maybe there's different jobs that you have that you want to do while you also homeschool and you might want to hear some of those stories. So I'm so excited to share the spotlight with other working homeschool moms and I'm going to kick this off by sharing Carmen Vermillion's story. She is a graphic designer. She has a wonderful story about how she even got into graphic design. She taught herself. She does a lot of work for other clients, but she also has her own printable business on Etsy and her own website called Happy Day Printables. And I'm just so excited to show how she balances that alongside homeschooling. Glue. It's messy. It's sticky. It gets everywhere, but it also can be really useful. For us working homeschool moms, when life gets chaotic or overwhelming, we don't need work-life balance because is that even truly possible? We need work-life glue. We need routines, tips, encouragement, and advice from fellow moms who are also living a working and homeschooling lifestyle to help us glue the pieces all together. I'm Sarah, a homeschooling mom to three little girls who is insanely passionate about helping other moms balance work and homeschool, and also encouraging moms on the fence that it truly is possible to do both. The Work Life Glue podcast is for busy working homeschool moms to have a place to chat about this crazy, beautiful lifestyle. It's also for moms who desire to homeschool but need an income and don't know what to do. I'm here for you. I share my own wisdom and ideas and also interview fellow working homeschool moms because we all have so much to learn from one another. We definitely don't have any time to waste, so come on in, get comfy, and let's get started. So this is Carmen of Happy Day Printables. Um, actually, we've virtually met through DMs and things, and Carmen actually designed my subscription box back when I did my subscription box, and she did such an amazing job, and we've kind of just kept in touch since then. And so when I was looking for moms to interview who homeschool and work, she was one of the first ones to come to mind and happily agreed, hopefully happily <laughs> agreed to um, <laughs> let me interview her because I just... I love the idea of so many of us moms working, but putting homeschooling on, you know, as a priority in our lives and finding ways to earn a living around that because it's a priority for us. And so this is Carmen. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> Good. Good. We're finally healthy. We've been sick for what oh. feels like forever. <laughs> oh, man. I hear you. I, we've actually been really lucky. I'm like knocking on wood because... Last mm-hmm. year, you have not been lucky. So it's your Minnesota cold weather, weather though. It kills all the viruses. <laughs> Everybody around me has been sick. So I don't know. We're all sick oh, okay. for so long. But yeah, so I'm glad you're healthy and able to join us. Why don't you just tell us a little bit about your family and what you do? Sure. So I have three kids. They are seven, nine, and 11. Um, and then my husband, he works full time as a marketing director for a company. Um, I used to be in corporate America. And then when I had my third child, I told my husband in one year, I want to make it our goal that I can stay home. And so we worked really hard and saved a lot of money. And I built up my, um, side business so that it could replace my income. And, um, so yeah, I've been homeschooling and staying at home, working from home ever since. So that was, um, let's see, seven years ago now. Nice. So have you, so, okay, your oldest is 11. So you've basically homeschooled your oldest. 
the whole way through. Okay. That's awesome. So what, how did you fit that in back when you were working and doing, can you tell us a little bit more about like what you were doing? Was it design work then too, or what were you doing then on the side? Yeah. So I actually, when I had my first child 11 years ago, um, I was up at night feeding him and wanting to do something with my time. And I actually happened to have Photoshop on my computer. And so I started teaching myself design, um, while breastfeeding really. And then, um, I know weird, right. But, um, I did. And, um, I actually started a web design and graphic design business and, um, it took me, it wasn't like an overnight success. Cause I did not know a thing about design at the time. I was self-taught YouTube university. And, um, uh, I, after 11, no, after a hundred contests that I entered, I finally won one and they were my customer even up until now. Um, they've been my customer, but, um, that kind of like gave me like the feeling of I can do this, you know? And, yeah. uh, so yeah, so I was just doing web and graphic design back then. Okay. Wow. So what made you like, what made you decide to go into that? Like what, kind of spurred you like that's what I want to try to do yeah. well I I loved like the creativity of it I liked I ha- liked having a creative outlet before um having kids I was a preschool teacher so huh. I had like some creativity it wasn't just uh, it wasn't graphic design at the time and um so but when I had my first child it kind of like sunk in like this feeling of I don't want to be gone from him all day long mm-hmm. I was very fortunate that. I had a job that I could actually come home during the day. So my children, for the most part, didn't really realize I had a job, except they would go to grandma's um, for the afternoon, you know? Yeah. And, um, but I know it's not like that for everybody, but that was one thing that I just had this feeling. I just don't want to miss out on too much. And um, so I had never been homeschooled myself. My husband had been, and he actually liked it. So um, I had always, I went to a private school and even at the private school, even though it was a Christian private school, there was still this like, um, view of homeschoolers. Right. And so I wasn't sure I was like, I mean, I'll try it, but I don't want them to be sheltered to the point of like being awkward. But I learned (laughs) that I treasure that now. Like I, I don't care who comes at me that my kids are sheltered. I'm like, yes, they are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Especially these days. I'm like, yep. Yeah. From that sheltering from that, like Mm -hmm. they're going to learn about the world obviously, but there's a time and a place and that's our job. And I, I have a post coming out next week where I kind of take a strong stance on that. So, Mm -hmm. um, which is scary for me, but I feel like more people need to talk about that. And I, people talk about how, you know, homeschoolers shelter their kids. Well, I'm like, yeah, we do. And that's okay. Yeah. I think we need to protect their, yeah. And we need to protect their innocence as long as possible. And it's not to say that going to a public school or private school is going to stop that from happening. And even, even homeschooling, being at co-ops and church friends and things like that, they're still going to be exposed to things, but we just were able to kind of control it a little bit better. Um, so, yeah, so I actually was doing graphic design and web design um, up until about, and I still do it, um, but up until about almost three years ago, then I started a second business, which um, is my Etsy shop and my website. Um, 
for Happy Day Printables. So I actually do printables for preschool age kids. I love it. I, I've been mm-hmm. just looking at it. I'm like, if I had more time in the day, I'd buy it all. Subscription <laughs> <laughs> service through that, right? So it's like yeah. so much a month and then they get different activities and things. That's so cool. What made you decide to do that? Like just the need yeah, so for it or your background? In yeah. yeah, my background being a preschool teacher actually is what inspired me because after homeschooling all three of my children for, you know, so Abby was just getting into kindergarten when I started and my youngest was, and when I started Happy at Printables. Okay. And um, I realized we would go to Hobby Lobby and stuff, you know, And I realized that my kids were missing out on so much fun that I used to like incorporate as a teacher. I wasn't doing that anymore. It was kind of like do what was necessary and like, why have art class? Why have all these extra things thrown on top of you? Right. But then I felt super guilty when we'd go to Hobby Lobby and you'd see all these like St. Patrick's Day things and Valentine's Day. And my kids weren't celebrating those things just because what would we do? Celebrate it with each other. It just right. felt weird, right? <laughs> yeah. But then I was like, but those are such fun um, days to celebrate. And we can incorporate that into our learning. Um, we can do crafts and art and things around those holidays. And it doesn't, uh, and, and it can be like a learning experience, but also fun and creative. And so um, my kids actually, they, uh, they really come up with a lot of the ideas. Mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll come up with like a theme and then I'll say, what are some things that we could do? And they've outgrown the printables themselves for the most part. Um, but they still love to be involved. Kids think outside of the box naturally. That's just what they do. And so I love my middles, the most, my creative one. And so I will often like reach out to him and just be like, look at this. And can you test it out and see what you like and what you don't like? And he's nine and he loves it. He loves being a part of it. Oh, I love that. I love, and my kids, especially when I did my subscription box, like help me with stuff in it. I love that. That's one benefit of if you have a business and you are a homeschooling family, like they're learning these skills. They're, you know, it's becomes kind of a family business, um, whether you intend for it to or not. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. I love, and I, I was looking through your website some more recently and I was thinking about what, what I miss the most when I think of what I, I went to public school. And so I think of that with my kids. Sometimes I get a little sad, like they're not going to have the Valentine's day box that they're going to bring to school. But I love that you offer a way for people to still incorporate that at home without having to do a ton of work. So thank you. (laughs) Um, We can all use that. So when you were gearing up, you know, you were home and thinking about homeschooling, was your husband on board? Was that something? Yeah. 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 Um, And I do realize how fortunate I am because that is not the case. Even with a lot of the moms at my homeschool group, the the husbands aren't a hundred percent on board. Like, are, are you sure they're learning enough or are you, you know, especially because our days are shorter, right. you know, when you're looking at a public school day and they're gone from seven 30 to two 30 or three 30, um, our days are like two hours of yeah. schoolwork and we're done. And, um, so that can look to people who don't know, it can look like they're not learning, right. um, as much as they need to be. But um, yeah, my husband was on board from the beginning and I'm just so thankful. He was actually the one who was encouraging it. So, um, that. That's awesome. yeah, it was a really good, um, step 
to try to start that. And then with my um, teaching background as a preschool teacher, I kind of like already knew some curriculum to start with. So I didn't feel like totally like, what should I do? Um, I was using a Becca previously when I was a teacher. So I just kind of started there. Um, We've moved away from it since. Not that it was bad or anything. It's just what I knew at the time and it worked. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, because I know when I started, I mean, I was doing daycare, so very similar. And I have a, I, I taught five twelve English for like a year and a half, and then I was like, no way, not for me. <laughs> but um, that did help. But still, when you go into homeschooling, it's just like, well, there's so many choices, and thank goodness for YouTube to see other curriculum options because it can be very overwhelming. So it's nice you had something, but that's the the encouragement I try to give new homeschool parents to if they're starting in kindergarten, it's like, do read, read and do the math problems. That's really all you need to do. And I think people, I especially like, I just went into it so hard and I kind of overdid it, but you learn. And that's kind of the beauty of homeschooling. I think a lot of us would agree that like, you just, you're on this journey, figuring it out. Um, not all of us know what we're doing at all times. So what does a typical like day or week look like balancing homeschool with your business? You said homeschooling takes a couple hours. Do you do that in one chunk? Do you kind of spread it out? How does it work for your family? Yeah. So um, each of my children are like different learners. That's mm-hmm. every parent will notice that it's homeschooling their child. Um, they all learn in different ways. My oldest, he can, he's just a self-starter. He's able to just go get it done, do it. If he needs me, he'll let me know. Um, and so he actually gets up before I even realize he's awake. He's usually done with his school, which okay. is really <laughs> amazing. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, my two youngest, they kind of like to take slow mornings. So I, I let them that opportunity to do that. And that's actually when I look at what do I have that I need to get done. Um, and I use that time to kind of work and let them have quiet mornings doing different creative things. Um, sometimes it's just having breakfast and playing a game, whatever it might be. Um, they play really well together. And I know, you know, that's another thing that I'm very fortunate <laughs> that they, they're just best friends. So, um, so that does help. It really does. Mm-hmm. But, um, so I do take that slow morning to kind of look at my own workload for the day, look to see what I can get done. I have learned to just make a list of three things for the day and that is it. And if I knock out those three, I feel so accomplished. And then I'll look at, okay, what's next? Like, can I move on to anything else or should I just pause here? Um, if I have made lists before of, cause sometimes I'll have like 20 clients on my docket at the same time yeah. and that gets overwhelming. And so, you know, like even if I have to break it up by, um, I'm doing box designs today, I'll do logos on Tuesday, you know, however I need to do that, break it up into smaller bits. Um, so I do that with all my work. Now, um, then we do lunch and then sometimes we have co-op and then sometimes we just dive into school for the other two. And they usually do school at the same time. Some of their classes are the same, like their art classes the same. So we'll do art together. And then if I have more work, um, I'll usually do it like in the afternoon. Okay. Um, I used to stay up pretty late into the evenings and try to get work done, like after the kids went to bed and it was, it burnt me out pretty bad. Um, and I realized at the end of the day, like 
I did not like, I had no clarity to be creative. And so I was just staring at my computer for three hours, whereas it probably would have taken me 30 minutes if I had slept and just did it the next day, you know? So yeah, yeah. That's the beauty of it. You can be flexible and and kind of adapt yep. things. We, I mean, I switch things up all the time of like, what could work now? And every season with kids is different. You know, I have a three-year-old now, which is a lot different. I talk about a lot, just three is a hard age. And so I'm constantly mm-hmm. trying new things to keep her happy because, yeah, I need to keep her happy or we can't. Get <laughs> um, so do you... Um, when you're planning out, you know, your business, you're trying to get three, at least three like major things done during the week. Do you have kind of a sense going into the week? These are the absolute must do's and kind of spread them out. Or you just kind of plan it based on the day, how it's going, how you're feeling. How do you do that? Yeah. So I kind of look at it overall, like for the whole week. And then, so I know those are my things. If I get a few minutes, like even at co-op, if I know like some of the moms I enjoy really talking to when like our kids are in the same class. And mm-hmm. so I'll just put my work away and just have like community. Right. right. Um, but then other times um, I'm able to just pull up my computer even for 30 minutes while they're at co-op and then knock out a part of the project. Even, even if it's like a mood board for the logo project or something, right. you know, it could be something minute, but it's something that if I can get it done in 30 minutes, I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Okay. Got um, but yeah, looking as the overall week. So that way every day is kind of a little more flexible. Right. That's, that's basically how I do it. I'll spread things out and like assign them today so that I don't have to worry about it, but I move things all the time, which mm-hmm. I love the flexibility of that, which is really nice. Um, so do you guys school all year? Do you school? How do you do it? Four weeks on one week off? How do you typically or just kind of go with the flow? <laughs> Yeah, no, we do September 1st through May 31st. Okay. And then we take off um, Thanksgiving. We almost take off a whole week. Christmas, we take off two weeks. And then I have like, I give them each their birthday off. Oh, that's um, I've never thought of that. Yeah, <laughs> that's really fun for them yeah. because they're like, I don't have school today. Right. You know, to the others. <laughs> um, but, um, and then we'll do like a, maybe a, we'll travel with my husband sometimes. Like if he has to go out of town for work, sometimes we'll okay. go with him, and then I'll give us like just off a couple of random days. So I make sure to, we have to do 180 days okay. at least in our state. Um, and so I, when I book out the calendar, I just make sure we get those 180 days in the beauty of homeschool is, um, it doesn't have to be Monday through Friday. It can actually right. be Saturday or Sunday as well. If you're going to go on a hike on Saturday and it's you can turn that into a learning activity, then mm-hmm. you can count that as a day of school if something happened like a sick day early in the week or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love being creative with what I count mm-hmm. as school. Day. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I, do, I technically do a four-day curriculum, but I do it over five days. So I can split up like our family subjects on one day and our like independent subjects on the other day. Um, I love, I just want to come back to something you said about your oldest doing school kind of, it's a, he's a boy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, on his own, before you get up, it's funny because my oldest, she's eight and she gets up at five 30 on her own. Like she just wakes up and um, we'll do like all of her independent stuff. Cause she was hating doing it during nap. And I was, when my youngest is napping and I'm like, well, you could do it when you wake up. And so she loves that. And so I love mm-hmm. that you brought that up because that's the beauty of it. You can tailor it to your kids. And if yeah. they like to get it done right away and just be done with it and they can, like, 
awesome. You know, who, who's stopping? Mm-hmm. I, I love that. Um, and it's funny that it's both of our oldest. I think that I know, right? And your middle is very creative. So is mine. Um, yeah. So funny. I grew up, my brother's 14 years older. And so oh. we, after I age four, he was out of the house. So I, and my husband's an only child. So this whole sibling thing, like it's totally new to us, but it's yeah. so funny to see them fall into all of those characteristics without trying. Yes. Um, it's so funny to me. Um, what is your fate? What are some of your favorite parts, not just of homeschooling, but being able to work and homeschool? Because I know a lot of people will look at that and be like, isn't that super stressful? Are you overwhelmed all the time? Could you share some of your favorite things about being able to do both? Yeah. So like for me, it actually feels my design work feels like self-care. I know that sounds really weird, but when you're working for yourself and you're doing something you love, which is really what you should be doing, if you can find something that you love doing already and find a way to make money doing that, um, it feels like a form of self-care. Now, it doesn't mean I don't get burned out, but that's why I actually have two businesses is um, with my web and graphic design, I would get to a point where I'd be like, just out of ideas, like just Uh stuck, no creativity at all. So then I switched to my happy day printables and I am able to like focus on things like that, that just spark creativity again. And they can jump back into the other. And I have all these new fresh ideas. Um, but yeah, I think, um, for me, it just feels like, like if I, if my husband took the kids for the day, I don't like nap. I don't do it. I actually (laughs) love to just pull up my computer and actually do some work. I love it. I love it. Love it. Um, so but that does make it a little hard to like make sure I'm doing a, like a balance because I do love it so much. Um, it could look like I do it all the time, but it's just, you know, um, if I have a free moment, that's what I like to do, you know, for the most part. I do like to go out and see my cousins and friends and things like that, but um, at home. Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. So find something you already are doing that you're passionate about or that you love doing. And, you know, if you can turn that into some a way to make money, I think it just you won't feel like every day is a burden to have to do some work. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I 100% agree. I love that. What have been some of the biggest challenges with working and homeschooling at at the same time for you? Um, So what I have found, and I, I guess I've never been good at this. I just don't remember. Maybe I was, but handling my emotions, um, Cause I not, you know, like when you go to work, if you had a bad day at home, you're stepping out of that space. Right. right? Mm-hmm. Well, so for me, the hardest part has definitely been if a customer gives me like negative feedback or anything yeah. like that, I have, I can't like just walk out of my house. Right. And, like, go do something. <laughs> I mean, I know I can take my kids and we can go do something, but, um, you know, I still have to be present and positive. Yeah. Uh, Cause if my negativity runs off, rubs off on them and like, it just, it will make everything harder, you know? Um, so I think that's the hardest part is just being able to control my emotions and separate like my work stuff from my home stuff. They're in like all in this space, you know? (laughs) Um, oftentimes I don't understand, like I look at my husband, if he has like a rough day or whatever, I'm like, how do you just cut it off and come home and like, right. okay, now we're in home mode. Like yeah. I would man drag thing. that with me. Maybe I didn't. I don't remember yeah. what life was like before, but uh, <laughs> really, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I think that's the hardest part. It's just 
being able to balance those emotions. For yeah, me. that's a good, I hadn't thought about that. I being on social media a lot, um, and not having a very thick skin, I can totally relate. I'll let, I'll let stuff kind of simmer. And I'm like, why, why am I snapping at my sick yeah. old about something dumb? It's cause I, yeah. you know, upset about something else that really yep. not a big deal, but we let it become a big deal. Um, and when it's your job and it's your business, obviously that affects you more because you're pouring your heart and soul into it and it's mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. and things like that. So I can totally relate. Are there any things you do? Have you figured out like a magic solution to kind of separate or is there like a, something you just remind yourself or how do you kind of get through that when you're noticing it crossing over? Yeah. Well, I'm a big I, I apologize to my kids a lot. Like yeah. I just do. Oh, um, good. But I mean, I want them to know that like I'm not without fault, you know. Um, but to that point, now my kids are old enough. You know, they're seven, nine, and eleven, and so I can tell them I just need a little bit of time. Yeah. So maybe you guys could go do something quietly somewhere, and like I'll just like whatever it takes for me just to be like okay. Like I can get over this, whatever it is. Um, I'm also realizing though that this is horrible, but I'm 41 and they call it perimenopausal, which is a great thing to throw in. Um, (laughs) So uh, um, making sure that I'm eating properly is the other thing. Like if it helps my mood and sometimes that's all it takes is like, I'm really snappy and it's probably because someone said something to me about one of my projects and it's making me irritated. And then I get irritated my children. And so, um, just take some time to myself, make sure I'm eating something healthy, take a little, you know, and, and really quiet time for your kids is so good for them. They need to learn how to have independent, quiet playtime. And so sending them to their rooms just for some quiet playtime is okay. It's okay to do. It's not a punishment. No. Um, and it's okay to be honest with your kids and just be like, mom's not feeling the greatest. I'm really sorry about how I'm snappy. Can I just have a few minutes, you know? Yeah. yeah I love that too, because that's another beauty of homeschooling is they very quickly see the truth of who we are, mm-hmm. <laughs> how good or bad. And um, I know, you know, I went through a lot this year with my dad being in the hospital and my kids, I mean, that was really hard to homeschool during, but I am so grateful I was able to do that because not only did they see I'm human and family matters and family affects us when they're not doing well, but my kids were able to process their emotions at home. I just kept thinking like, what if they were going to school and like crying at school and like nobody there knows what's going on or how to help them. So I think Mm -hmm. on both ends, like kids obviously have hard times and big emotions. And as it's nice that they get to work through them at home with somebody who loves them unconditionally, um, whether they yeah. added us or not. And I know I had hard times with some teachers because we would butt heads growing up. And I, I look back and it, those are good learning experiences too. Not to say like you can't learn from that too, but it's just nice to learn in a space where you're accepted as you are good or bad. Um, and seeing that model that we're human. Um, what are some uh, things like, have you ever, and you don't have to share a lot of personal things about your kids, but was there ever a time when 
you felt like maybe I'm not meant to do this or I just this is really overwhelming or harder than I thought it would be when it comes to homeschooling. Have you ever had those thoughts or is it just perfect all day for you? <laughs> oh, yes. And actually, we live across the street from an elementary school, so okay. we can hear the bell ring every day. Oh, so <laughs> I am a, I threaten a lot. <laughs> you hear that? You right. could be there right. this time. Right. <laughs> so it's not all it's not all rosy. And actually, um, the hardest I've had moments of I don't know if I can keep doing this. And I've had to say it to my husband sometimes, um, because my middle, he doesn't he he got to a point where he hated math. He just has a creative brain. And so math is really hard for him to like enjoy. He just hated it. He was great at it, but he hated it. And so it would frustrate me that he hate, I'd be like, like, what is there to hate? You have five questions to answer right now. Like I'm (laughs) sitting here helping you, you know, like, and, um, so that like, just him getting to the point of almost disliking school, which is where we're at last year. I had to like rethink what are we doing? I don't want him to get a, get out of, you know, gr- I don't want him to grow up and have hated school, especially because right. it was homeschool, right. you know, um, <laughs> I was, I, so that feels like part of me, right? Like, right, so he yeah. doesn't like me, right? He like, right. doesn't like me as his teacher, whatever. <laughs> he would not do well, even in, he just, he, he is a homebody okay. and he's a, cre- he is just a creative bug. So he, I know I know homeschool is what he needs to be doing. Um, but, um, because of, he needs to be like actively shown things. And, um, I know he would fall behind if he was not, um, in that, in, in the home to learn. So anyway, um, we actually, we actually just looked at, okay, what is it that he enjoys? How does he like to learn? And I actually switched all my kids over to a new program this year um, that would cater to um, him specifically, but that they would all enjoy. And it has been like a breath of fresh air. Um, He enjoys school again. And so, but that's been my hardest is just um, him not liking being homeschooled, but not because he wanted to be with friends, but because he did not want to do like one certain subject. Right. You know? Yeah. I know so many people go into homeschooling, like I want my kids to love learning. So I'll read a lot. I'll do all this. And then, yeah. And you get a kid who's like, I hate all of this. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, what do I do now? There's no like guidebook for what to do. Do you mind sharing what program you switched to? I don't know if it's available like out there or yeah, so actually we do Me Academy this okay. year is what we're doing. And we actually signed up for the lifetime plan because um it covers all the way through eighth grade okay. and you pay one time and it covers all my kids. Wow. You don't have to do it that way, you could do it monthly. Okay. But when we looked at like what we were paying for the different programs we were doing, it just made the most sense. Um it also had a Bible elective, which I was really looking for. Yeah. Um and so what the beauty of it is it does all like the record keeping for you. Nice. Um, you can schedule in even like what's the lowest grade they can get on the quiz, all of that. Um, it sends you weekly reports of how your child progressed in each different thing, nice. the learning videos they watched, all of that. Um, nice. And then it has like a game aspect. So okay. they actually can create like shirts and stuff. They have an avatar 
and it kind of has like a Facebook interface is what okay. it feels like. Yeah. Um, like back in the olden days, like okay. when it said like <laughs> Carmen is dot, dot, dot. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you are less likely to share all the stuff you thought, you right, know, but, right. <laughs> um, it has like an interface like that, that is optional. You can assign it to some kids and not the others. If you feel like they're not ready for it, but, sure. um, so there's a community, they have friends, they can watch um, safe videos that are moderated, not just by the parents, but also by the moderation team. Um, and then um, what else? So they have a shop where they can buy, they can create t-shirts, uh, furniture for their house, all these different things, and then sell them to other classmates. Um, and so you get gold for watching videos, learning videos. Your parents can assign gold for different chores you did at home, like feeding the dog, walking the dog, whatever. Yeah. And so they, it has like a gaming aspect to it where you like, if kids like Roblox and things like that, they're not playing a game as their avatar, but they have kind of like that, that same feel. Um, so yeah, we love it. We have just absolutely loved it. Um, we've, referred it to many people and they bought into it. So I'll tell you, we did the lifetime plan for all three of my kids all the way through eighth grade was a thousand dollars, which I know is a lot for some people, but like, that's it. I never have to right. pay again. That's so, cool. um, yeah. but some people want, can do it. You can do it monthly and just see if you like it, you know, that right. kind of thing. but yeah. we love it. We really I do. That. I love that that worked for you too, to help mm-hmm. him. Get his creativity yes. going with math because that's a really <laughs> can be really fun yeah. as they get older. It's fun when they're little and then it's like, yeah, it's not as fun anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, what are some misconceptions you've heard about homeschooling that you, you know, could counteract, I guess you could say that you've heard people say that you could say, actually, it's not that or any off the top of your head that you've heard? Oh, yeah. So my first is definitely like that homeschool kids are awkward. And I think they're the reason why people have that feeling is because homeschool kids are not afraid to talk to adults. Right. For sure. They, they're not like shy of talking to adults. And that can come across as weird to some people because right. they feel like children have a place. Right. And, you know, but I have found like homeschool kids love to just go up to grown adults and have conversations with them. And I think that's really like, I love it. It's super endearing. Um, But yeah, I think that's the biggest uh, thing that I have noticed and that shift in my brain. Also, I will say the second is just that um, they'll be, they won't have any friends. They will have no community. That is not true. Our kids are probably more involved and see more kids in different settings. So it's not the same kids every day right. than they would be if they were in a classroom setting. Right. Um, so, yeah. So I think those are the two big things that kind of changed for me. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And I, I think, too, the awkward thing, um, how many of us were afraid to be ourselves in school because mm-hmm. we were different? And I just love... Hopefully my kids, you know, we're all going to feel that to some extent. Obviously, that's a normal thing to like want to try to fit in. But hopefully they can preserve more of who they are and not feel like they have to push it down. And they can just feel free to be who they are publicly. Um, Because I know a lot of us didn't feel that way. I know, especially for me, like I just felt like I always felt weird. But then I found out as an adult, like that's how everybody felt. And I'm like, oh, kind of nice to know that now. Um, And yeah, definitely kids who homeschool learn 
how to talk to adults. Um, it's amazes me because I used to be like terrified of adults. As a yeah. Kid. And I like, I remember having to apply for my first job. I couldn't walk in to the office of the person that was at a grocery store. And my dad wouldn't come in with me. And I'm like, I can't do it. I'm too scared. You know, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how ridiculous. But it's, yeah, we had this like teachers here, students here. And I was afraid of them. So it was yeah. really hard becoming <laughs> an adult when you have, because as an adult, you don't really know people's ages, really. And you're all just people. And there's not the age separation. Um, what is some encouragement as we wrap up that you would give to someone who wants to homeschool but needs to work, they need to make money? What is some encouragement you would give them? Um, obviously not knowing what skills they have or anything, but what would what encouragement would you give them? Um, well, I think just it, even if you can't pour your whole like time and energy into something yet, try it out, even like on the side. And I know people say like a side hustle, it doesn't have to be a hustle, Try it (laughs) and just see if something sticks and works. So with my Etsy shop, I did a training in your box for that, um, Mm -hmm. last year or so ago. Yep. And I just want, I, I mean, even like looking at you and your Etsy shop, like, um, you took something that you already enjoyed or liked, you know, or had for your children and you made a business out of it. And so I, I just encourage people that, um, if you have a plan or like, even if you have a food menu, like that you do for your family that works, or you have whatever it might be that you already use for yourself and you've made for yourself, it doesn't have to be beautiful. It could just be something that's practical. Yeah. If you're using it, somebody else out there will probably pay to just download and use that as well yeah. or purchase it as well. You know? So, um, I say, put it out there for the world. Now, the beauty of Etsy is there's already a marketplace out there. So, um, you don't have to worry about the traffic so much is, you know, Um, and it's really only 20 cents to list a product until you sell it. And then there's some like added on fees, but, um, nothing that you're having to be out of pocket outside of that, you know? Um, so yeah, I would just encourage you to just try it, just whatever that little spark that you think of something that you might want to do, just try it. Like it might feel like it's overcrowded and everybody is already doing something or everyone's already offering that, um, but go through the bread aisle at the store. Nobody <laughs> is like, there's so many different options. And right. guess what? Like, I have specific bread that's probably different than what you choose, you right. know? Yeah. And so um, we're all, and people buy from people now too. So don't feel like you have to have this brand, just be you and show up as you. And that is huge right now. Um, so yeah. And, and then also find community um, that's doing like, that's in that similar space yeah. um, or in your space. Um, find that community, see what's working, what people are using, whatever it might be. Um, and whether that's, you know, Instagram, Facebook, however you might do that, but find that community. That's what really worked for me is finding other moms of kids that were homeschooling and what were some of the things that they were needing and then yeah. kind of filling that void. Um, and then if you're into design, I started on 99 designs, um, where literally I entered a hundred contests. Like I said, uh, you make $0 until you win one. So (laughs) it's a lot of, 
time and energy, but it's great training, but it is another one of those ways that you can actually be out there and making money, um, from home. Yeah. I love everything you said. Like, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think people forget like that. Not everybody is them. (laughs) Not everybody has the skills that each of us have. And we can all bless the world with our skills, whatever they are. And online, there's so many ways to do that these days that so many more people could be home with their kids that feel like they can't be. And um, I'm going to be interviewing lots of people who do work outside the home too. So it's not like you even have to do that, but it's just from my experience and your experience, um, easier in that you don't have to leave your house, which can be really nice. It can be a, a curse in some ways too, like you said, with emotions and things like that, or just the, you know, the bleeding of the two worlds, but, um, you know, there's something for everyone and there are so many ways to homeschool and work. And so hopefully this little interview can give some encouragement to people. And, um, I just thank you so much for your time, um, here to help encourage other moms to homeschool and work and balance both as well as they can. And even through struggles like you shared. So thank you for sharing that. Um, where can people find you if you want to shout out any of your businesses? Um, yeah, really my, the one that I'm most active with is my happy day printables. Um, so yeah, I, I'm at happy day printables on Instagram and my website is happydayprintables.com. Um, but yeah, and I'm, I'm always like, if people want to reach out and ask a question, I'm always available. I love to encourage entrepreneurs and, um, and moms that are homeschooling or looking to do it. It's, um, it looks a lot harder from the outside than it is. And I will say one other thing that you do not have to be qualified to teach high school English, let's say, or science, right? Um, I actually dropped out of high school because I went to a private school, couldn't pay the rest of my bill and you kind of had to pay or get out. Right. And so at, as a junior, I actually left high school and got my GED. So wow, that's as a mom, yeah. got my GED, I'm homeschooling my kids and you can do it too. So don't let that hinder you. Um, don't feel like, because you didn't go to school for it, whatever it may be. Um, and then get experience, um, just like diving in with your children, you know, like uh, you don't have to actually go teach at a school or anything like that, but just like start doing things with them and see if you feel like, okay, they learn so much faster with me. I mean, homework. Hello. Usually when parents are sitting down with their kids, the kids are able to get their schoolwork done, which should have been done during the day. Right. Yeah. They're able to get it done probably in 30 minutes. So that just shows you like your kids will learn faster and better And just, there'll be more clarity around whatever you're teaching if you are able to step in and help them. But, um, but yeah. And then, sorry, one thing. Go for it. I love Um, it. (laughs) For another thing that I found recently, and I'm actually looking into for next semester, just because I would like to do it, is if you find a good homeschool co-op, sometimes you can actually teach and make money there as well. So like teach a subject you're interested in. So I have been thinking about, teaching web design to the high schoolers at our co-op because I've done it for 11 years now. I have enough experience. I know I can teach them. Um, And that's a class that they can sign up for. And then the teacher gets paid, you know, and so that's another way that you can make some money is looking at, you know, your different homeschool options that are out there and how can you like pick up a little cash, you know, maybe 
teaching a class or whatever it might be. That's really cool. Yeah. I I love that. We do a co-op. We actually, a couple of friends created the co-op. So that's another thing too, a little freebie out there. Like you don't have to find a co-op if there's not one, make some friends, make one Mm -hmm. yourself. Like it's really simple where it's bare bones, but our kids get to play. We learn handicrafts, sing some hymns, read some books together. It's, and it's a way to get out of the house in the winter. So yes, <laughs> yes. So I love that. Well, thank you so much, Carmen. It's yes, been wonderful talking you. to you. I hope you have a great rest of your week and stay healthy. I'll knock on some more wood for you, but thank you so I appreciate much. you taking time out of your day. And I hope this was helpful for everyone watching and who will watch in the future. So thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and got some inspiration and advice from Carmen. She is wonderful. Make sure you go check out her different social media platforms and her website. And if you are a working homeschool mom or you know of someone, I would love to interview you. I want to interview so many different moms doing different jobs, working different hours outside the home, inside the home. So email me at Sarah at WorkLifeGlue and let me know. I would really love to have you on the podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for stopping by my little cozy home here on the internet. I pray this podcast episode blessed your life and helped encourage you. I would appreciate so much if you would leave a rating and review and why not share this episode with a friend while you're at it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram as well at WorkLifeGlue for tons more inspiration and encouragement for fellow working homeschool moms. And don't forget to add a little fun into your day. Happy homeschooling. I'll see you next time.